This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello and welcome to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. And as always, Compass Retirement Advisors uh, is is our sponsor. That's the name of, of my company. You know, when it comes to retirement planning, um, many of the folks that I work with are often consumed with, you know, the really big picture items like their ideal community, whether to stay in their uh, current home or perhaps downsize, how much uh, travel they'll be able to do. And those are all great and uh, obviously very important things uh, to think about. But uh, successful retirement often boils down to some of the more uh, nitty gritty details. And perhaps there's nothing more nitty gritty than having a strong tax strategy to see you through uh, into uh, retirement. And accordingly, um, leading into uh, a very detailed series of shows here that we plan to do uh, covering Ed Slot's uh, new book, Retirement Savings Time Bomb, we're going to spend uh, this week and next week looking at some of the uh, things that you might consider doing to prepare yourself and to prepare your financial strategy for the taxes that you may face during uh, retirement. So uh, as uh, for uh, today's episode, I wanna remind everybody to uh, double check usdebtclock.org. Make sure you stay up to date with those numbers. Um, The unfunded liability numbers uh, is growing very rapidly. And if you've uh, listened to our show for any period of time, uh, you understand uh, where we're coming from whenever we talk about unfunded liabilities. But right now, I'd like to bring in uh, my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, we're off and rolling uh, in the the middle of January here already with our our show. And uh, it's tax time. Uh, And we're going to spend the next several weeks, uh, you know, talking about uh, taxes and their impact and on retirement. Uh, we're going to cover some of Ed Slot's material here in a couple of weeks, but today we're going to kind of set the table with uh, a bigger picture overview on taxes. Well, yeah, and I think uh, that's uh, important, obviously, and I think it's a great topic because a lot of people have misconceptions about taxes in retirement. I know uh, before I started working with you, Mike, I thought, okay, uh, taxes are always going to be lower in retirement. I don't need to worry about them because I'm not working anymore, Right. And so I thought taxes were going to be lower. And I also thought that, um, you know, I didn't know Social Security could be taxed. So there is a lot to know about taxes, especially uh, preparing for them in retirement and minimizing that tax burden, because that's when you don't want it <laughs> is in retirement. You don't want a big tax burden. So I, I'm excited to dig into this show today. Um, you know, uh, approaching retirement, I think it's like approaching your birthday when you're a kid. You're worried about the presents and the cake and the party. You aren't worried about the logistics behind everything. Uh, you think, oh, my parents are going to take care of that. But as you implied, it's often the smaller but uh, critical details that matter the most, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's exactly right, Tony. And uh, as a source for some of our comments today, we're going to look at a Kiplinger article, How 10 Types of Retirement Income Get Taxed. Oh, many people think uh, it's us all in, in one big bucket, but that's that's not true. Uh, so how 10 types of retirement income uh, get taxed, that article at Kiplinger, I think it does offer some, some good insights that I think uh, our uh, listeners might find valuable. So let's first look at traditional IRAs and 401ks. Um, these plans are tax deferred retirement accounts. And you know most Americans these days, if, if they work for an employer, uh, have you know a 401k um, and then on top of that you know IRAs and and many Americans are going to rely on these heavily during retirement you know money that uh, goes into these accounts typically uh, reduces current taxable income which you know thereby you know reduces your taxes in that particular year uh, contributions dividends and investment gains in these accounts then, grow on a tax deferred basis and sometimes we interchange that term tax deferred with tax delayed um, that's another descriptive that that we use there and, and in fact that's really what you're doing is you're using the tax code making a deposit and you're delaying the date uh, by which you have to pay tax on on that uh, set of earnings but those uh, delays those deferrals don't last forever uh, once you officially retire and begin taking uh, withdrawals or distributions, you'll need to pay tax on any of those gains as well as the pre-tax or the deductible contribution that was made on the front end. And it's important to also uh, keep in mind that these accounts have required minimum distributions or sometimes we call those RMDs. Uh, at that point, in time of your life, that's when the uh, IRS requires you to begin taking money out of those types of plans. Sure. Well, and you, you know, you say RMDs. Uh, I thought RMD stood for really massive donut, but that just—that's <laughs> just, that's just yeah. me. I'm always yeah. hungry. But yeah, uh, yeah, required minimum distributions. Uh, when do those RMDs or required minimum distributions currently kick in? Well, with uh, recent changes that were brought about by the SECURE Act, uh, at present, always subject to change, but at present, those required minimum distributions must begin at age 72 for a traditional IRA or 401k you know, type of plan. Uh, sometimes we do classify these as qualified plans. Uh, if you do work past your 72nd birthday, uh, you might qualify to uh, delay that uh, a little longer from your employer's 401k plan. As long as you don't, there's a, a, qualifi a qualifier here, as long as you don't own more than 5% of the company um, stock that, that you work for. Uh, these withdrawals, when you take them from the traditional 401k or IRA, are taxed at your standard income tax rate at the time uh, they're withdrawn. And we've pointed out many times, Tony, uh, to our listeners over uh, many shows, that there are potential issues uh, that they may run into uh, at that time. You, know, you took the tax deduction based on the uh, tax rates at the time the contribution was made, uh, delaying or deferring that uh, to an unknown uh, tax rate in the future. None of us know exactly when 
Congress is going to change tax rates, and there's always that chance that you take a tax deduction today. And, and uh, you know, obviously, as we've spoken, uh, tax rates are at historic lows right now. And uh, does it make sense to take a tax deduction today in these historically low rates? And the potential exists that when you take the funds out, tax rates might be higher or significantly higher. And that's where all of our discussions about the state of the economy, um, the budget deficits, the, the, the debt that the country has taken on are going to impact that at some time in the future. Well, yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I think if our listeners take nothing else from all of this, you should take away that, hey, you got to work closely with a financial services professional uh, like yourself, Mike, because um, that's the best way to navigate all of these financial strategy issues, including taxes. Well, I really believe that, Tony. Um, I, I believe there are certain things that we bring to the table um, that uh, are hard to to uncover on on our on on an individual's own without you know having access to some of the resources that we do. And when you work in something every day, um, you you gain a certain level of, of knowledge that um, uh, is very beneficial in, in this this area. And I certainly understand that you know getting ready for retirement uh, might uh, seem overwhelming, uh, especially if you're. You know, in those last few years uh, before you know, making it official, um, and I would encourage our listeners, you know, uh, be thinking about these things five, seven, eight years ahead of time. Um, if you wait until the last year or two years, you really box yourself in, and uh, you eliminate some of the uh, strategies that you might be able to use. So uh, again. Uh, don't uh, wait to think about uh, some of these decisions that need to be made. But uh, again, if you're five, seven, eight years from uh, potentially retiring, you know, give us a call here at Compass Retirement Advisors, 812-787-0809, and let's uh, begin that conversation. But there's really no reason to try and, and figure it all out uh, by yourself. You know, working with someone on our Compass Retirement Advisors team, uh, can help point you in the right direction, get on track, and stay there. Um, next thing that we want to do here is just talk a little bit about uh, Roth IRAs. Uh, and, and the first thing being that uh, they come with a significant long-term tax perk. Uh, while the contributions uh, to a Roth are not tax deductible, the future withdrawals may be. And we believe it's really a critically important uh, point to uh, consider, especially uh, with uh, what I said just uh, a couple minutes ago about the uh, unknown, uh, the uncertainty about where taxes will be in the future. Having some of your assets accumulated in an account like a Roth, where when you take those out, they're going to be free uh, of income tax, it is certainly uh, an important um part of, uh, you know, establishing some, some pillars of, of income uh, to use, you know, during a retirement. You don't want all of your funds sitting there subject to whatever the tax rates are that uh, the government uh, might uh, decide they need to, uh, to set, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, I think that's, a, that's a good point and you really have to be careful. Um, but, uh, there, to enjoy tax-free withdrawals, it, there's always a butt in there somewhere, right? 
Uh, well, but of course, I would say there's there's always <laughs> more to consider, Tony. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, to enjoy those you know tax-free withdrawals from an account like a Roth, you must have held that Roth for a minimum of five years. Mm. And you know, while you can you know take the money out that you contributed at any time tax-free. Uh, in most cases, you must be at least 59 and a half to take withdrawals without having that uh, 10% early withdrawal penalty. So uh, while the uh, income is potentially tax-free, there are a few rules that, that you have to follow there on those Roth uh, distributions. Yeah, and you know, exploring that potential of uh, diversifying between both a traditional and a Roth, uh, that might be another good reason to meet with somebody like yourself, correct? Yeah, um, there's just so many caveats, you know, in and outs, and we use the word, you know, this, but, that, uh-huh. um, you know, please uh, don't hesitate. If you're not 100% uh, certain, uh, you know, again, contact us here at uh, 812-787-0809. And as I said, let's uh, begin those uh, discussions. Hey, uh, Social Security is, is yet another area where taxes uh, may be lurking after you retire. And as some of you recall, uh, until 1983, Social Security benefits were tax-free for uh, every American, regardless of the income level. And while Social Security benefits uh, still aren't taxed for a sizable chunk of uh, the American population, uh, other people can uh, be hit fairly hard. And uh, we've talked about provisional income on our show before, but uh, with provisional income, Uh, you may have to pony up federal income tax on as much as 85% of your Social Security benefits, and that can be a chunk. Yeah. Um, Well, just a reminder, you know, how do you determine uh, what provisional income is? Uh, Begin with your adjusted gross income, and then add 50% of your Social Security benefits on top of that, and also interest from tax-exempt accounts. Uh, That's right, municipal bond income is free of federal income tax, but it is included in the provisional income calculation. Um, If your income is uh, less than $25,000 for an individual and $32,000 for joint filers, you won't have to pay taxes on uh, your Social Security. But uh, if your income falls between $25,000 and $34,000, thousand for individual filers or if you find yourself between 32 and 44,000 for joint filers then as much as 50% of your social security benefits are subject to uh, taxation and then we uh, find that uh, the percentage starts uh, increasing if your income is north of 34,000 for an individual and 44,000 for a joint filer that's where you get into the uh, 85% of the benefits being includable on your 1040, and uh, you're going to find the taxes um, kicking in at that, that higher uh, percentage of, you know, I, I said that wrong, 85% of your benefit being included versus 50%. And Tony, this is an area where we can uh, truly uh, help our, our listeners, how one's uh, Income-producing assets are classified. You know if they fall uh, into being uh, included in provisional income or not. Could be the difference between Social Security being uh, included and taxed, or taxed at 50, 
or, or having 85% of the Social Security included. And so um, structuring uh, those income-producing assets for retirement uh, is really critical. That's really important. Now, I think we should take a moment here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to get a plan in place to help minimize that tax burden. Well, our phone number is 812-787-0809. You can also find a lot of uh, information uh, at our website. That's compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. There are a number of videos on there. Uh, Social Security uh, is one of the videos that's there. Um, While you're at the website, if you click on the radio button, you can access prior shows. Um, and uh, you can also find uh, us on Apple and Spotify and uh, Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Uh, all of our uh, past episodes, again, are listed on uh, Apple uh, and Spotify. Um, let's talk for uh, just a little bit about uh, pensions. And, and while there are not uh, as many of the traditional pensions uh, in existence today as there once was, they've been replaced sure. uh, by and far by uh, 401ks, that's uh, still an area that uh, we want to uh, talk about just a little bit. But the majority of pensions were funded with uh, pre-tax dollars, meaning that the full value of that pension income uh, would become taxable once you receive uh, the money. But payments from both private and government pensions, uh, those are are generally taxed at uh, whatever your ordinary income tax rate is. And um, I want to pause here. Uh, again, and, and just remind our advisors that, or remind our listeners that, you know, we take uh, our clients through a process uh, that is going to wind up with a written retirement income plan. And one of the things that we're going to look at uh, is how to structure uh, all of these uh, accounts. If it's pensions, 401ks, IRAs, other income producing assets, and uh, do that with, again, an understanding of how those accounts are taxed uh, at retirement, and then what um, um, can we do to you know, reduce the amount of those that are exposed uh, to tax. Uh, and again, uh, Tony, we've said several times uh, on our show over uh, this past year that we feel like that there are potentially more dollars to make for our clients uh, by adopting some tax-wise um, strategies than there is by focusing on making another you know, one uh, or two or three percent uh, growth on uh, the portfolio. So we don't want to just grow the asset without an understanding of uh, the potential uh, impact that that, that growth has on the, the take-home. So uh, again, uh, we believe that uh, there's a lot more to it than just growing the, the asset. We want to grow it smartly. And uh, if uh, our listeners uh, don't have a, what we would say is a full written retirement income plan, uh, we offer that uh, as part of the work that we do here at Compass uh, Retirement Advisors. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, that's, uh, that's so important. And, you know, pensions are another one. Uh, people need to watch that. Uh, with Social Security, I think a lot of people don't don't realize that their Social Security can be taxed, and a lot more people are working in retirement. I mean, there are so many things to consider that uh, why would you go it alone? Uh, you need to work with a trusted financial services professional and 
I think that's uh, so important. Uh, but let's keep the topic rolling. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, let's look at another um, section from the the uh, Kiplinger article. And, and this one uh, title, this article is 12 questions retirees often get wrong about taxes uh, in retirement. You know, I can't even begin to, to count the number of times when uh, clients ask me if, if their tax rate's going to be higher or lower in retirement. And, and my answer is, is always the same. The answer is, well, it depends. And, and there are, you know, some key reasons uh, why that is my answer. But um, if, if our, our listeners remember, uh, this is what I call, you know, the first retirement myth. Uh, we as Americans have been convinced or led to believe that when we retire, we will be in a lower uh, tax bracket, uh, and that may not be uh, the truth. You know, we're told, well, take, uh, uh, make a deposit into that IRA this year. Uh, you'll be in a lower tax bracket when you retire and you take those funds out, and that's not necessarily the truth, and that's why we've uh, dubbed this as uh, uh, a, a potential retirement uh, myth. And, and there's a, a few key reasons that I, I say this. The first reason is that a significant number of retirees are going to have fewer tax deductions uh, in retirement than they did when they were working. And for example, uh, a lot of retirees have paid off their home, which means no more uh, mortgage interest deduction. And uh, they're also, uh, you know, the kids have grown and have, have left home and so those uh, claims for dependents uh, is, is no longer available to us. A second reason is that a lot of retirees uh, prioritize you know, having fun during the post-work lives, and, and rightly so, but fun uh, costs money. Uh, money used for travel and That's hobbies true. during retirement. I love know. that. Fun costs money. That's uh, a quote should, right it, there. It, it does. <laughs> you know, and the money we use for that, you know, for travel or for hobbies, uh, during retirement uh, may not be uh, much less than, than what we were, were making while we were, were still on the clock. So um, uh, the third reason I would put out here is that uh, as we've uh, drilled and drilled and drilled on is that, you know, future tax rates are unpredictable. And, you know, at present, the current tax rate is, is 37%. But um, harken back to the 1940s, and that top rate was 94%. Um, maybe some of us can remember, you know, taxes in the 70s. Uh, so back in, in the mid-70s, 70% uh, was uh, a, a tax range there. Uh, my point is that, you know, given our current political climate, and as I, I've said so many times, the debt deficit and unfunded liability numbers, Nobody can say with any certainty what tax rates will be uh, a decade from now, but uh, when you when you look at the bills the government has to pay, uh, it's hard to uh, see that tax rates aren't going to go up. And it's not just tax rates going up; you know they can change uh, the deductions, they can change other parts of, of the tax code, uh, so that we're paying more in tax without just changing. Uh, the tax rates. Well, yeah. And, you know, you can get deep into the weeds uh, with all of this, but there are so many reasons and you're, you're, you're knocking them off. You, you need a, a good financial strategy. We would invite you to give us a call here at Compass Retirement Advisors and let's talk that through and make sure that that is a sound financial strategy. 
Uh, we'll pick up our conversation uh, here next week. Uh, until then, be well. And if you uh, have any questions or concerns about retirement, give us a call at 812-787-0809. We'll uh, see you all back here again next week on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.